before. I just noticed it. It's really All right, hectic. welcome to a podcast. The podcast. Uh, I'm Lee. There's Robbie. He's fucking picking spinach out of his teeth or something. No, it's like it's I don't know. It's like it's like there's a popcorn kernel back there. Or something. But I haven't eaten popcorn, and I don't even know how long. So I don't know yeah. what's going on there. Well, I was gonna say that's what you get for eating popcorn, but <laughs> that's what you get for eating that. popcorn six years ago. I just noticed it. it could have. This could be. This could be like maybe it's microplastics. Maybe they're all coming out of my fucking mouth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. That's gross. I don't know what that is. We're just going to flick that over there and I'll deal with it later. Well, carpet lint. (laughs) Well, hey, anyways, um, this episode is brought to you by uh, the Samuel Alito's Mom's Abortion Clinic. Uh, From our good friends at the Satanic Temple. The Samuel Alito's Mom's Abortion Clinic is a... uh, The webpage froze, so fuck the whole bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking bitch. Oh, All right, man. so behind the scenes, we've been having 10 minutes of fucking technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, it's been setting a up, Setting up the fucking virtual room to record in, and now my phone just froze. Uh, so fuck the bit. It's over. <laughs> fuck the bit that should that should be the subline of this fucking podcast <laughs> god fuck the bit anyways what was the what was the gist what what's up with sam alito's uh, well the satanic what's the, the gist the satanic temple opened oh that's right that's abortion right. clinic called the samuel alito's mom's abortion clinic because that's fuck right. samuel alito and yes. uh, it's in new mexico uh anyone that's 17 or older uh provided that they're uh, 11 weeks pregnant or less can go. They can get financial support, uh, chemical abortions, emotional support and counseling, uh, all sorts of family help. Um, there's uh, religious assistance, whatever the fuck that means. And uh, yeah, a lot of things. Probably, a lot of great yeah, things. probably just means they have like, you know, various faith leaders that right. will come and attend if you want them there. Absolutely. I imagine. All right, yeah, so cool. Good good on him. Anyways, fucking welcome to the shit show. Um Yeah. Another week of this shit. Uh what's Indeed. new, Robbie? What's going on? You know, uh not a whole lot. I'm still ooh, a nice little marg there. Uh I This is lemonade. Oh, well, I don't drink what? anymore. No, it's not. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Don't you gaslight me. I only drink on days that end in A. <laughs> Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Indeed. I was sick last week. Oh shit, today's Tuesday. Oh, yeah, Tuesday works. Wednesday, thir- Thursday is the only day. No, they all what? work actually. <laughs> Let's see. One, two. Oh, yeah, they all do. Hang work. on, hang on. How does that fucking Black Eyed Peas song go? That's how I learned the days of the week. What? There's a podcast that... song where they say the days of the week. Yeah, it's some song. And they're like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday, that's right. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, they repeat Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, they say Saturday twice because they're fucking because dumb. There are, yeah, because there are only seven days in a week, and uh, they're in four four times. So they gotta pack that out. Robbie, I think it's hard. a I think it's an obscure Beatles reference to the song Eight Days a Week. Mm. Hmm. You know, I hadn't considered that, For, but the the lyrical genius of the Black Eyed Peas never ceases to amaze me. So Fergie's writers are very clever, <laughs> great wordsmiths, and uh, yeah, they snuck that in there. 
You know what graced my uh, my feed recently, Lee Michael? It was Fergie singing the national anthem. What That's a good one. A gem. What mm-hmm. a truly wonderful moment in pop culture. I think that's the last thing she contributed to society. Contributed. 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 Had some thick salt in my mouth just now. <laughs> thick salt, some, huh? Some big rocks. Big I didn't realize that's, that was his name now. <clears throat> anyway, I was, I was sick. I'm still kind of sick. Uh, but I can at least talk now. I couldn't talk mm. most of last week, really. So that's fun. Have you considered uh, vitamin D supplements to boost your immune system? Uh, I'm considering some fucking D supplements for sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. D's not supplements. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, daddy. Sick. I need a, a little juice shot or something, dude. I know. I need to like zinc start. And calcium. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can start taking zinc and quartz and my fucking cum will get all thick. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to be fucking uh, shooting so much fucking rope. Won't even fit out the hole. It's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna just clogs, <laughs> just clogs like a fucking. Imagine you had to sink your dick after you had an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in fucking uh, RoboCop, the giant sludge that falls on the dude and it melts him. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like that. <laughs> sick, literally. You might be sick, yeah, dude. Um, that's cool. Any other uh, news? anything uh no i mean that's pretty much been what i what i've been dealing with it's super cool just cool. filled with mucus all the time mm. it never stops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool well i'm pretty out of the loop on uh current events and everything i saw a couple headlines that kind of grabbed me uh didn't really have a chance to read into anything too much i've been pretty busy this week actually Ooh, um, he's a busy boy which i'll get into in a little bit let's see i mean i saw Oh, this was this was a a, a great story. Um, uh, I believe this was in L.A. Some cops shot and killed a double amputee. Yeah, yes, um, they did. Who actually lost his legs <laughs> from a cop shooting in Texas? Um, let's see. I already did the abortion clinic. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, Florida is. Uh, weighing a mandate where female athletes will have to provide details of their menstrual cycle mm-hmm. and register pretty, their periods. Uh, pretty, cool. pretty cool. Pretty oh, cool. Totally er- normal. There's a big earthquake Sunday that killed many people on both sides. Okay. Syria, <laughs> Turkey. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh my god! <clears throat> oh, that's so many fucking people died. <laughs> it's so fucking <laughs> horrific tragedy. I didn't know I was gonna say that. It just came out know, naturally. Oh no, exactly what you mean. I like. I thought it, and you, and you said it. I didn't even think it. It just. I just. Oh, There's wow. the breaking news. <laughs> What's happening out there? They're pissed. They're fired up. Yeah. Well, well people people around this neighborhood win. don't know how to use a four-way stop sign. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, George Santos sexually harassing people. Um, oh, Robbie, did you hear about the artificial intelligence Seinfeld parody? 
I did, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an AI Seinfeld parody. Let's call like nothing ever or nothing never or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. It's just this AI generating a Seinfeld script like 24 hours a day. And yeah. Streamed on Twitch, I think. Well, I was suspended by Twitch uh, because the AI came up with some transphobic and homophobic jokes. <laughs> yeah. For the yeah. Show. There's some. There's a lot of people. Which debating. actually. Yeah, I saw the bit and I thought it was pretty good because it wasn't really like. The bit seemed to be like like uh, it was intentionally. It was it was like the, the characters that are saying the bad thing and you're not supposed to find it funny. It's supposed to be like the character being a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like it seemed to be like self-aware, quote unquote, that the well, bit so, is a bad bit. Like it was part of the structure of the the thing happening. So Larry Feinberg, the stand-in for Jerry Seinfeld on the show, <laughs> he said during his comedy set, presumably like during the beginning or whatever, when yeah. he would do the comedy. He said he's thinking about doing a bit about how being transgender is actually a mental illness or how all liberals are secretly gay and want to impose their will on everyone or something about transgender people are ruining the fabric of society. And then he went on to say, but no one's laughing. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it seemed like this kind of weird meta joke. I don't know. I think it's pretty a multi-layered joke that people just didn't get. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> you know? I don't either. I'm just, just fucking around. Um, so yeah, I don't know. A bunch of shit happened. Um, the the fucking Chinese Wuhan spy balloon. Yeah, let's talk about Michael. the fucking COVID balloon or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Chinese spy balloon. I don't Wait, know. Wait, you know what I'm surprised? Sorry, you know what no, I'm surprised? Ahead. There's not a conspiracy about. What? It's come out. Maybe we should start this conspiracy. Sure. It's come yeah, out. Let's do it. It was confirmed by the Pentagon that during Trump's presidency. Three of these balloons were uh, detected, basically, and Trump ordered them to just leave it be, and they hid it from the public. Let's start a conspiracy that that's how COVID came to the United States through Trump fucking like just unwillingness to do anything. And yeah, let's just let's just go so far right that uh, basically let's just say that Trump's like a Marxist communist liberal yeah yeah no we need to go so far yeah we to go so far to the right that desantis looks like a cuck well speaking of trump and desantis i want to come back to the balloon uh trump (laughs) threw shade at ron desantis did you see this (laughs) he's always doing that well this is pretty good uh so in october um this picture came out of ron desantis with some high school aged girls uh, and they all had alcohol. Ron DeSantis was of legal age to buy alcohol. So it became a meme. Uh, here is Ron DeSanctimonious grooming high school girls with alcohol as a teacher. That was the thing. He was a teacher. That's, That's right. Yes. Um, this was on every, you know. Was, this not when he, new, when not, he was, was he just a teacher? Was this when he was the dean of that school? I'm actually not sure. But... Um, Donald Trump, uh, I guess, retruthed or whatever the fuck it's called on truth. Truth. Um, He retruthed. By the way, Trump's new profile picture is like a sculpture of him or it just looks like a sculpture of him. And his face is the American flag. 
Yeah, I don't know if maybe that came from the uh, the NFT collection or something. I don't know. Um, but anyways, so he shared this meme. He's a little late. I mean, this was in October, and this is he shared this like earlier today, I guess. Um, so he shared the meme with the caption, "That's not Ron, is it? He would never do such a thing." Oh, that's good. So we we might have uh, two like rapist pedophiles. They're trying to out rape. Well, not each other, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either the royal each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. The royal each. Well, I think I think Trump is definitely. I mean, he's more bomb. Like he'll just grab your pussy, Ron. Yeah, he'll, he'll just go Ron for Santis. It. You know, he'll groom you. He's a little more sensitive. <laughs> he's a, he's a romantic type. Exactly. That All right, let's talk D. about these big fucking Chinese balls. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, big so, balls you know, in the sky. Okay. And it is weird. I don't know why. I mean, I guess if you've had three balloons kind of ki- kiss the airspace, kind of come up here and give a little to the to the uh, western seaboard, then maybe you'd feel bold enough, I guess, to like fucking send a balloon over the United States. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing that it's already happened like three or four times. Um, pretty cool that uh it's just escalating tensions more with china mm-hmm. that's pretty fun yeah uh the 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 whole red scare of it all is fun and exciting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and i you know i i would i would like to know if the tables were turned here if this were trump and this and this all happened the exact same way what the talking points would be because of course the right is freaking out that he let it fly across the entire united states uh before shooting it down over, off the coast of south carolina i think Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do feel like calling it a balloon is like a little, uh, I mean, accurate, I guess, but also like it doesn't sell how fucking huge this thing was. Like it was carrying oh, right. the thing it was carrying, uh, is like one or 2000 pounds. Mm-hmm. The, whatever sensory away equipment, the thing is like the size of like two or three city buses. Like this is a, a big, huge fucking thing. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like, I mean, your mom's been in a hot air balloon before, right? Once or twice. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. I haven't told your mom joke since I was like 12. So I just figured, you know, 31. Might as well try to get back into that. Um, How dare you? How dare you? You yeah. motherfucker. I'm just joking. But uh, yeah, I. you know what? The Chinese government said it was just a weather balloon. And I believe that. Oh, absolutely. I believe <laughs> anything and everything Xi Jinping says. Hail our I glorious mean, leader. Here's the thing. I mean, they're already spying on us. And most people oh, yeah, allow totally. it to happen. I mean, TikTok is literally just fucking spyware. And uh people don't care. They it's well documented and well not known. Only, yeah, that and it's not just only not spyware. only TikTok, every social media, every app on your phone is spyware. It's well, tracking yeah. you and they're selling your information often to the government. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. This is, this is, the call is also coming from inside the house. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, uh, a foreign agency surveilling us just doing everyday bullshit, you know, some fucking uh, some mountain man in Montana, like having sex with uh, goats in the woods or whatever the fuck. I mean, who yeah. cares, you know? Who yeah. cares? You, you you have to accept that we live in a time and a society where everything we do is uh, not actually in the privacy of our own homes because we literally have technology that we have given consent to 
to monitor us in any fucking way that the corporations that own that technology want it to. So, you know, it's, it's fucking, we live in fucking 1984 already. So who cares? You know? Yeah. Who cares what they see? They already fucking know. They have your fucking internet history, you know, incognito mode or not. They fucking have all your, all your information uh, person wise, you know, social security, date of birth, all that shit. That's why you got to um, get yourself a VPN. That's right. Today's sponsor, NordVPN. <laughs> it won't stop it, but it'll sure help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pointless to fucking worry about this shit. It's pointless to act paranoid now when it's too late. Yeah. And also, like, if you're not a member of the military or the government, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't give a shit. It's already happened three other fucking times. Didn't yeah. affect our daily lives at all. Right. Who, who, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about the machinations of these fucking governments. I yeah, really I, don't. I don't care. I mean, so what? Drop the bombs already. Let's get it over with. Let's skip all this fucking foreplay. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the edging. Let's just skip to the end. <laughs> I'm rubbed raw, baby. Let's just get Dude. it done. Yeah. Take, take the cage off. Go to town. <laughs> Yeah, enough with the tease. Just fucking drop the nukes on me. <laughs> Eradicate my ass. <laughs> Eradicate me, daddy. <laughs> Eradicate me, daddy, Xi Jinping. <laughs> <laughs> Been a bad boy and I deserve it. Punish me with fucking nuclear fallout. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for John Cena to record a video explaining our actions to the Chinese. Oh God. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe Gal Gadot could sing in the background. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Gal Gadot and Kristen Wiig and Oof. Rain Wilson. I don't know who Ed Helms, <laughs> who all who's in that Jesus. video. Bunch of insufferable fucking idiots. Will Ferrell. Like I said, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So uh, Robbie, as I alluded to earlier, I've had a busy week. I didn't really have time to watch the news. Um, The lamestream media, the lamestream total failing media. I watched a different form of failing media, Robbie. I watched all the Superman movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So all of them as in like up to present day or just the Richard Donner era? Well, there's only two in the Richard Donner era. I watched, you know what I mean? I watched the four Christopher Reeve films, Christopher Reeve movies. I watched those four. uh, Madeline's out of town. She gets back. We have Supergirl to watch. And then, um, has she seen Supergirl? No, very excited. Oh, I'm very, yeah. Very Um, excited for her to see that. Although I didn't realize we watched it out of order. I, I didn't realize Supergirl came out between three and four. I thought it was after four and all that shit was already in the dumpster. Um, But no, so, okay. So here's the thing, you know, you know, I'm I hate on Superman all the time. Uh, I talk a lot of shit on Superman. I think he's lame as fuck. I thought that uh, his character was completely uninteresting. Um, And I never growing up. I mean, I remember kind of watching these movies. Like I remembered, a lot of the first one, I kind of remembered the second one wrong. Um, but I watched, we watched the Donner cut, which I had never seen before. 
I, I, I mean, the one I saw right. as a kid was, you know, the theatrical cut. Um, I didn't think I'd ever seen Superman three, but watching it, I was like, oh, I kind of I remember this. Um, and uh, I had never seen four. Jesus Christ, I had never seen four. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen four. <laughs> uh, well, I'll talk about it in a minute. But what started this was uh, fairly recently. We went through and watched all these animated Batman movies, which was great. Mm-hmm. And there was a new one. Uh, it's Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. Just came out. It's on HBO Max. It's uh, uh, Damian Wayne, who is hands down the best Robin. Uh, has to team up with Jonathan Kent, the son of Superman, who is just discovering his powers and dealing with the fact that his dad is Superman. Uh, they have to team up to save the Justice League and the world because Starro has come to Earth and uh, has released his spores and is taking over everybody. And they're like some of the only people left. Um, and it was great. It was really entertaining. Uh, and Jonathan Kent was a really... Uh, Interesting character, the mm-hmm. son of Superman. Liked him a lot. Voiced by uh, Jack Dylan Grazer from It. And, uh, oh, what's that fucking um, Shazam? He is also in Shazam. He was a cripple. Mm. And, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, yeah, correct. Whatever. Ac- accurate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It's um, And, uh, yeah, Super- Superman was... Uh, pretty good in the movie and then we we're just kind of talking about superman and mal was like oh we should watch we watch all these animated ones we should go back and like start watching the original live action movies and i was like okay well let's start at the beginning because i only might as well i only have negative uh memories of these fucking movies and uh i'm totally won over dude uh christopher reeve is fucking amazing yeah yeah superman. these movies are, are wonderful they are. They were wonderful. That's the best way to describe them. Uh, even the ones, well, the, the first two. Uh, and then three, I three. loved every single movie. <laughs> even and then the three shitty ones. I well, yeah. Them. I mean, I would argue, like it, you know, I, I haven't seen four. I accept these sort of infamous clips and things that people like to share. But even like three, which I wouldn't say is a good movie, is like very charming. It's fun. Um, yeah. There's a huge portion that drags. Because Richard Pryor is trying to do PG rated stand up for way too long. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah. But there's also still like really good stuff in it. There's also really, really bad stuff. Uh, and then Superman 4, which is is weird because it starts out like pretty good and then just really gets shitty. But there's a good chunk of the movie where I was like, how does this have such a horrible reputation? Because this is like pretty decent stuff. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah. Love them all. Uh, huge fan. Um, and I think it really is because of Christopher Reeve, the way he plays Clark Kent versus Superman. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I didn't I didn't remember that at all. I just kind of remembered him being this like bland Boy Scout type character. I didn't realize all the I didn't remember like all the nuances and kind of the depth that he brought to the duality of the character were you like a little kid when you saw them or were you a little older or like what do you remember uh, i was a little kid so i would have been bored <laughs> by by uh large chunks of the movies and then i just didn't remember that he's like two totally different people you know i mean i know that's the thing that he's you know a right Clark, but you don't... i know the i know the gist of it in the um right but i didn't remember that it was that good in the movies i didn't remember that christopher reeve was like a 
actually fantastic actor <laughs> that elevated this yeah. stuff to a whole new level and uh you know is the best thing in a movie that also stars marlon brando and gene hackman and all these other people right um uh, but yeah he is fucking great and the movies uh i mean i have you know there's like major issues with all of them they're not like perfect no movies no, by any means but much better than i remembered and yeah movies i'll go back to for sure uh, yeah really i mean i would say they definitely like capture the spirit of superman as a character with while being able to like make him interesting and make him feel like vulnerable when he needs to like all that shit because i feel like that's the the biggest problem with superman is that he his powers are basically whatever you need them to be right uh and so it becomes really hard to make him feel uh yeah, like he can be hurt or like he's ever really at risk. And there's you can only use like, oh, he's holding the kryptonite or whatever so so much. Right. Like you have yeah. to get kind of creative. Well, there's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Funny thing about that. So. Uh, I feel like in each of the movies, there's at, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of problems in all the movies, but there's one thing in each movie that. Is like unforgivable, like I can't believe they fucking <laughs> thought they could get away with that. The first movie is pretty obvious. It's him uh, flying out into space and then just and turning, the turning world back the time, way. literally by flying around the world you backwards. Back time. That is so horrible. I can't believe that they thought that was good. And the crazy thing is that originally was so Superman one and two were filmed at the same time up to a certain point, And then they ran out of money. And then Richard Donner was, they were like, okay, so we're not going to make Superman 2. We probably, it'll probably never see the light of day. And so they scrapped it. And then they were like, oh, it's a huge hit. Uh, they were going to come back to finish it. And then Richard Donner was fired. Uh, but while they were filming one and two simultaneously, they only had Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman for a very limited amount of time. So they filmed all their stuff first. So they filmed both their parts for both the movies. So basically anything that has to do with Lex Luthor and Superman two was filmed mm -hmm. the same time as the first one. Well, the original ending to the first one was, um, totally different than what we get. Uh, phone not working again. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's hey, up? Oh, nothing. What are you doing? Uh, I'm recording my podcast with Robbie right now. It's really awkward. Okay. Hi, Robbie. Hey, man. Okay. Never mind. Um, I was just going to see if I got packages in, but I'll call you later. You didn't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, cameo from Madeline there. I uh, love a good, uh, love a good fan calling. Um, so yeah, the, the, the original ending was totally different and the whole turning back the world thing was something that they were going to use in the second one to make Lois Lane forget that he was Superman. And she originally didn't die at the end of the first movie needing, mm. which is what they came up with to justify that shot basically. Um, and it's horrible. And in the Richard Donner cut, they fucking do it again. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I'm like, why would you double down? This is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my God. It almost ruins it. Except the only thing that kept it from totally tanking any goodwill I had towards the movie. Cause it was that fucking dumb <laughs> is how epic it is when Superman 
finds Lois dead and loses his shit and just like rage flies out to space. It's so good that I'm like, okay, I don't care. It's it's Christopher Reeve, whatever. And that does. I mean, like, yeah, it's dumb as fuck, but like comic books are full of dumb. Yeah, but shit. you're like, yeah, like, okay, really what? dumb. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's uniquely dumb. Mm. It's, it's very it is dumb. It's on the 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 farther end of the spectrum, but like. It's on the spectrum, all right. Um, I, th- I think it could be worse. And I can hand wave it as being like, yeah, it's some shit they would have come up with in like the 50s or something, you know? Yeah, maybe. Uh, the other thing that's really interesting to me about the first movie is I forgot that it opened in black and white with a kid reading a Superman comic book. And there's this like voiceover mm, about uh, there's this voiceover about like why Superman was created in the 1930s and all this. And I kind of forgot that. I didn't realize that the original Superman is supposed to be nostalgic and harken back to a simpler time in itself, which makes sense because it it comes out in 1978 towards the end of the 70s when all of cinema is like these gritty. You've got Grindhouse, you've got horror exploding, you've got uh, like all these um, like Dirty Harry death wish vigilante movies movies were were largely cynical very and and also the movie stars you had like these fucking greasy disgusting men (laughs) as all the you know like fucking all these like hard-nosed well like gene hackman fucking james con dude they wanted james con as superman (laughs) that would be disgusting (laughs) he'd have a fucking like ring around his collar at all times and (laughs) and back hair like over his cape i mean it would be disgusting um, and they also went to Al Pacino <laughs> and then he flies into space and he, that'd be a joke. Lois, Lois, yeah. where, where you going, Lois? <laughs> it's me, Clark Kent. Yeah. Miss Ted. Oh, oh, Lex Luthor, where you get the kryptonite from? <laughs> oh, Miss Tessmacher, you got a fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Al Pacino would be horrible. Uh, and they were able to find Christopher Reeve, who looks like he was just carved out of some fucking marble or something and had the uh, the charm and the kind of boyish innocence to him. And he was perfect. And uh, yeah, they pulled it off. It's pretty crazy. They did. And uh, yeah, it changed. It changed cinema. It's pretty cool. It did. Um, good movies. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. I learned something uh the other day about Superman, actually, that I thought was very He's interesting. Gay? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, there are multiple colors of kryptonite. Yes. Which I did know. They all do multiple something kinds. different. They do something different. Are you familiar with the pink kryptonite and what that does? Uh, I'm trying to remember because I know there's like, no, I don't think I know the pink. One. It, tur- like it turns him gay. Brown. Oh, okay. the pink kryptonite turns him gay and he, and he makes him want to fuck Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> and he becomes very interested in like interior design. Did you write <laughs> and sh- this? And shit. No, no, this is real. Is this Robbie this Anderson's Superman. This is real and it ha- and it appeared in the comics. Would you like to guess when it uh appeared in the comics? Um I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess like the sixties. Two thousand three. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. How's, how about that? There's also apparently a periwinkle <laughs> kryptonite. Mm. I don't know why they wouldn't just say purple. <laughs> Such a specific. <laughs> I know. But it's, just, it's specifically periwinkle. And I guess it makes him lose his inhibitions. Ooh. <laughs> so I guess that one makes him bisexual. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I'm just imagining Bob Ross like naming all the colors of kryptonite. You know, <laughs> phthalo blue. Oh, yes. Yellow mauve. ochre. Mauve kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so, so coming back to the kryptonite thing. Yeah. Superman 3. This was like my favorite part of the entire franchise. Um, Richard Pryor's character, who is an accidental computer genius. Like he doesn't, he says he doesn't know what he's doing. He just pushes buttons and somehow he's able to do all this crazy shit and uh, like things that computers don't even control. He's able to control Mm -hmm. them through computers, whatever. Okay. Um, He is tasked to synthesize kryptonite, but because like they don't really know the elements of Krypton, He's not able to find all the elements that make up kryptonite. And so he's reading a cigarette package and just kind of types in some of those ingredients. <laughs> and then instead of killing Superman, it just turns him into a raging asshole for a little bit. Hell yeah. Because he's exposed to like the fucking ingredients in camels. <laughs> Secondhand smoke. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And this is my favorite thing ever, dude. We have this fucking just gross superman he walks kind of slumped over he's all disheveled he's got a five o'clock shadow his suit's darker and he's just kind of an asshole to people he like (laughs) he's sitting in a bar drunk doing shots and he's flicking peanuts off the table at the bar and he's exploding (laughs) all the liquor bottles with the peanuts (laughs) and then he's just kind of like when people talk to him and there's one part that's a little creepy where it's the first time that he starts to turn into a super douche and he's like at this lady's house and he's gonna uh i guess talk to her or something and then um she gets a call it's like from somebody else in town and she's like oh superman that was dorothy jean or whatever the fuck she's like uh the bridge just collapsed and they need you and he's like okay well let's finish these drinks first and she's like shouldn't you get going? And he's like, it'll be fine. I always get there in time. (laughs) And then he gets (laughs) uncomfortably close to her and is like, I don't know, kind of rapey vibes. Honestly, it was a little dark, but um, yeah, evil Superman is aside from that hilarious and just as much fun to watch as regular Superman. But I just love that. Yeah. Just basically like fucking nicotine and tar turns him into a total asshole. Um, and then there's a scene where I don't even I don't even think it's supposed to be literal. I think it's all metaphorical where he's in a, he flies into a junkyard yeah, fight, and fights himself. Yeah. And it was it's great. Dude. That's like one of the best things in the series as well is him fighting himself in this like fight over ego and virtue and all this. And it's like and then but at the same time, it's the same movie where Richard Pryor builds a supercomputer that vacuums a lady into it and then turns her into a cyborg until the computer's defeated and then she turns into a regular person again. So I don't know. Um, interesting stuff. Uh, indeed. Yeah. Good times. Real good times. Uh, Oh, I forgot. And then when you can, when you compare that sort of whole series, uh, his performance as compared to like Cavill's and the newer movies, although I I, hate Henry Cavill. Yeah. Uh, although I think he'd probably be okay if he like were given movies that were actually good. Uh, but in any case, it really makes you appreciate uh, Brandon Routh. Oh, uh, I've never seen Superman Returns. Uh, it's dog shit, but yeah. well, uh, it's, Brandon Routh. It's coming it up. Is 
<laughs> have fun. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time. It may be like entertaining and how bad it is, especially Kevin Spacey's like absurd performance in that movie. Um, I mean, is it really that bad or is it just like, cause I mean, I've heard it described pretty, as like really boring, bad. but it's pretty bad. I, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's dull and uninteresting and it could have been good. Um, um, but he is, uh, the Christopher Reeve Superman, like coming back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he like really nails the character in like a, a really great way. I think mm. he's probably the, the only like good thing about the movie. I would say. I see. Well, we'll see. Well, I'll let you know next week. Um, and he, he's still, he could still conceivably play Superman. He's in his forties, I think. So he could potentially still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's also in Superman four, there's a scene where nuclear man uh, develops a crush on this lady and he just takes her into space. He's going to like kidnap her into space. And uh, she's just fine in space. She's (laughs) screaming. In fact, there's she's screaming because she's scared that she's in outer space. How about that? And um, I was thinking, well, maybe it just didn't come across that he's got like a force field around them or something. But no, because there's a deleted scene where Superman takes a small child into space to show him space. <laughs> Hell <laughs> so yeah, like, dude. I guess that's just something that can happen. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on, Robbie, I watched um, a film called crimes of the future. Oh, how was it? What did uh, you see that the current one or what did you watch the old one or both? Well, they're not the same movie, just the same title. Yeah, no, I know. That's why oh, uh, well, I watched the new one, mm. the latest from the master of body horror, David Cronenberg. Please regale me. Well, I think I need to rewatch it. It's one of those movies that uh, just left me not feeling anything, but not in an upsetting way, like um, Possessor. More just like um, I didn't really know how to feel about it because it's not like it's not like you're rooting for anybody to do anything. You're just kind of like observing uh, this horrible society exist. And uh, I mean, it's, it's a short movie, but it's just kind of dense. I mean, there's like these weird political undertones and um, things going on with this corporation. And then you've got these characters doing their thing on top of that. And it's just like, I don't know. It was just, it was good. Uh, but it's like it's one of those movies It's like the first time I saw Videodrome, uh, I was really um, like puzzled by it and didn't like it. But every time I watch it, uh, every time I've watched it since, I've liked it more and more. And I think that's how Crimes of the Future might be. I think mm, I'd slower, watch it again. Burn. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I And it also it's just like such a cold, unfeeling movie, which I don't mind. It's just like it. it's harder to kind of determine engage how you feel about something that's like so so abstract and yeah so is it is it sort of shot in such a way where like you really are meant to more just feel like an observer as events unfold well it's just it's more just like these characters are so um just um i don't know uh they're just like they don't really have much of a personality or anything they're just kind of they're just kind of there you know to serve to serve the story you're not really like I said, you're not like rooting for anyone to do anything, really. It's not like about a 
a character's discovery or like the folly of a character, like a tragedy or anything. It's just like, uh, it's just kind of happening to this guy. He does this thing. Um, it's kind of whatever. Uh, but, okay. but that's also like the point of it, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's just a very weird experience. <laughs> um, but if you're not <laughs> familiar, uh, it's in the future where, um, people just grow organs that they don't need. Uh, certain people can just grow organs that they don't need. And uh, Viggo Mortensen's character has, uh, he's one of those people, he grows organs at an alarming rate. And so he's turned that sort of mutation into a a performance art act where he has these organs removed in a live surgery. And uh, Leia Sado plays his um, like assistant, I guess they have a weird relationship. That's the other thing is like these people, it's such a cold society where people don't really have feelings for each other or about things. And the whole point of it is that like, uh, there's a, there's a moment in the film where they say surgery is the new sex. And Mm. that's really what it's about. It's like this cold medical procedure is like the new pleasure. And it's, it's like video drum in that way where they say like long live the new flesh and the new flesh is like television and like virtual reality is sort of a sort of space. And um, yeah, it's just like, it's like this thing that you, you know, it's like you don't really feel it. It's not really hap like it's happening to you, but it's a surgery, you know? Right. <laughs> and they're like, that's the new sex, like this cold, very precise thing and it's just like that's kind of how the whole society is it's just like uh, whatever but it is there is an aspect to it where it is like the pain of it is pleasurable i mean i guess it would be similar to like piercings or something where it's this cultural thing that like Mm -hmm. some people do find sexual and pleasurable but i don't know it's just weird um uh, one thing that's very topical so the movie was written a long time ago um well over a decade ago and there's an entire subplot about um people uh who have evolved to be able to consume microplastics so that's interesting Hmm. um and it it plays bigger into the plot i'm not gonna like spoil anything but uh but yeah intriguing film um just yeah i don't really know how to explain i need to i need to watch it again but good stuff. Right uh, and then I watched a couple, uh, a couple foreign films. Robbie, just real quick, get through these. How here. exciting! Uh, I watched Look a film, Mister Worldwide. That's right. That's what they call me. That's what they've always called me. Uh, I watched this film called Borgman. Trying to Borgman. Borgman. <laughs> uh yeah i'm sorry i'm trying to look up what country it's from because i totally forgot that's right it's dutch dutch film by the dutchman i bet it's very weird (laughs) it was um (laughs) and it was also a very delightful uh dark film and i very funny i loved it uh the borgman is this uh tale a tale uh very interesting very surreal dark fairy tale like tale like something uh something like a a grandparent would tell you to make sure you behave or something you know like a folk tale like folklore um it's a tale about this vagrant 
who has a couple different names. Uh, one of them is, um, oh, I forgot his first name. His surname's Borgman. And uh, I think it's like Gale or something. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't matter. But uh, he's this vagrant. Uh, the film opens with his little vagrant community that lives in these like tunnels in the woods. Um, they're being uprooted. And it's a really funny scene. It's like a this guy, he's, he's like this military looking guy. He's getting all his guns and putting on all his gear. And then he goes and rounds up some blacksmith and he comes out with his axe. Then they go to the, this church and grab a priest who like goes into a confessional room and comes out with a shotgun. <laughs> and then they all go to hunt these vagrants in the woods. And so Borgman escapes and he goes into this uh, very wealthy neighborhood and he starts going door to door asking people if he can take a shower there. And uh, one guy gets so upset um, because Borgman claims to know his wife and be a friend of his wife's. And so the guy uh, gets upset and beats the shit out of him. Um, And then the wife feels bad for him. So she lets him in when the husband leaves to bathe. And then he just sort of like has a way of forcing himself into the family. Um, He's kind of hidden away for a while. And then uh, the wife starts to develop this like sort of strange, um, unexplainable attraction to him. And then uh, so they're trying to figure out a way to get him to be able to be in the house full time uh, without the husband getting pissed off. So they poison the gardener and <laughs> and then change his appearance so that he can come be the new gardener. And he brings all his weird friends with him. And uh, they sort of have this weird spell over the family. Um, and yeah, he basically just ruins these people's lives and, yeah. and then goes on his way uh, after he, he uh, well, I mean, OK, I won't I won't spell anymore. It's on Hulu. Very, like I said, very funny, very kind of weird uh, thing, kind of like Parasite ish mm. vibes. Also, like something David Lynch would do, which is like this weird abstract thing and. It's kind of like um, Borgman has this weird like Dracula quality where you have to invite him in and then he's kind of has this like hypnotizing spell on people and he kind of influences them to do things. But he's sort of this weird presence that's like unexplainable. Um, and I, I read that uh, he's based off like some demon and like, I don't know, fucking German folklore or something. Right, right. Whatever. Some random mythology. Yeah, some bullshit, you know. Odysseus or something. I don't know. I don't pay attention. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. Yeah, you can watch that on um, on Hulu, I believe. Did I tell you about the uh, the very unexpected double feature I had the other week? No. Uh, was it Mary Poppins and um, Caligula? <laughs> you know, you're closer than you think. Uh, I had a friend of the show, Isaac, over the other day to mm. watch Possessor. Nice. Uh, which she had never seen and I was wanting to watch again because it had been like a year and a half. And so I figured the stink is off me from the last time. Let's go back again. <laughs> yeah, baby. but it also feels like a movie that I shouldn't watch by myself. You know what I mean? Like right. it feels like somebody else should be there with you. Yeah. Uh, it's like when you do acid, you shouldn't be alone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like that. Uh, and so, of course, we did watch it. He he enjoyed it and uh, concurred about, you know, with with everything we've said about that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we decided that we needed a palate cleanser. Of course. And he suggested that we watch the uh, film adaptation of the Matilda musical, <laughs> which is on Netflix. Oh my God. Uh, and I actually <laughs> and it was great. It was very good. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, music oh. lyrics by Tim Minchin. It's all, it's all, it's all excellent. Which I had, I'd been oh wanting to see it God. for that reason. Uh, and yeah, it was great. A lot of fun. Uh, very heartfelt, lovely movie. Um, so we start it, and who shows up in the first thirty seconds of Matilda Lee Michael? But Andrea Riceboro. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> She plays Matilda's mom in that in the oh, musical. Okay, wow, that is an interesting double feature. Then. <laughs> yeah, I Six like lost of... my fucking mind. I think I had to like pause the fucking the fucking movie. Oh it's my like, god! Oh my god! And I pointed out to Isaac. He's like, "Holy shit!" Uh, so hey, hey, wait, cool. wait a second. So that's I'm trying to play like a Six Degrees of like a Danny DeVito or something. So we got um, the original Matilda was directed by. Danny DeVito and started Danny DeVito, but also Andrea Riseborough was in Birdman with Michael Keaton, who was of mm-hmm. course in Batman Returns with Danny DeVito. There was no that? reason to say any of that, but no, there was not. There was not even a little bit. <laughs> oh God! It's also this uh, this cool website I've I've recently learned about Lee Michael. Uh, yes, it's. Have you ever heard of Le Cinema Club? Le Cinema Club. No, the Cinema Club. So it's a website you can go to, uh-huh. and once a week they host a movie, hmm. and it resets every Friday. And it's cool. they have a a really huge variety of stuff. Like a couple weeks ago, when I first heard about it and I checked, there was just like this like nine minute art piece basically. Hmm. Um, and you could they do have like an archive where you can go through and see the other things that they featured. And if they're streaming somewhere, it'll link to them. Uh, and so like they've done like the Pink Floyd at, P- at Pompeii. They've done a bunch of oh, nice. uh, feature films as well. It's just like a really eclectic, really interesting mix uh-huh. of stuff. And they screened a movie last week called Trans, which was made an independent film from the sort of mid to late 90s. Mm. Uh, and it is great. They made it, I, I by chance, when I was like trying to find out more about this movie, they did, uh, the, the director and the producer did an interview like a year ago, <laughs> randomly, oh, wow. with some guy in Florida. Uh, it, was, it was made in Fort Myers, that's right. And uh, there was like a Fort Myers film festival going on, and whoever was running that <laughs> okay, got, yeah, yeah I know, super fucking random. <laughs> uh, but it was a really interesting interview. They made the movie for like $3,000. Oh, wow. Uh, use 16 millimeter. Nice. And it uh, follows this kid who's like 17 and he's in juvie and he uh, is able to escape while they're kind of out doing hard labor. Uh-huh. And it just follows him for like an evening, basically, as he just goes about his night as a newly free uh, guy. And it's, That's you know, cool. just one of those movies where it's like there's not really a plot. It's just a series of things happening. And it was really, really great. There's like uh, it felt sort of like somewhere in between like a Safdie brothers movie mm. and um, Oh, what's his name? The guy who did Florida project. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, it felt kind of like in between those two styles. Cause they, they cast a lot of like non, I think there's only like one or two actors in the movie. Everyone else is regular people. Uh, and the whole movie is about like feeling this uh, disconnect from the place that you come from and kind of wanting to, find sort of where where you belong where you fit in Mm, and sort mm. of yeah just wanting to leave where you currently are and get to the next thing basically and uh, it was fantastic streaming Mm. on amazon i think well you have to rent it but like it's there yeah 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 so okay i assumed it would be like some sort of documentary about a trans person or something 
I did too when I first saw the thing, but then uh, yeah, you read the description. It has nothing to do with that. I think mm-hmm. they. I think it's more meant to be like transitionism, like being in a transitionary period in your right. life. Is is my guess. My guess was either that or it was about uh, the magazine Trans World Skateboarding. <laughs> if only. Shout out. Trans World Skateboarding, the movie, a.k.a. Uh, Jackass. Jackass, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, that's cool. That sounds nice. So I'll keep I'll keep an eye out for more of the, uh, the, the Cinema Club cinema. stuff. And yeah. When there's interesting things, I'll let you know. That's cool. Yeah, let me know. Um I watched the, fi- the final little film in this little recap bullshit here. I watched a, a Spanish film called... Uh, I went all around the globe, dude. You did, yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, you know. I went Europe. <laughs> yeah. I Western went Europe. <laughs> I went to the west of the east a little bit. But uh, yeah, I watched a Spanish film called The Red Squirrel, which uh, I bought not knowing anything about it except for the fact that Stanley Kubrick loved the movie so much that he bought the original print from the director for his personal film library. And so I was like, I'm sold. So I bought it uh, a long time ago. Uh, It's one I just kind of forget that I have. So I finally popped it on. It was like right after I watched Borgman. I was like, yeah, I'm cultured now. Uh, (laughs) Fancy boy. So I watched this movie, the red squirrel. It's fucking bizarre as shit. Um, I doubt it's streaming anywhere, but, um, it's a, okay. So this guy is about to commit suicide, um, by jumping off of, I don't think it would have worked. I mean, he, it was a very low pier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to jump onto the beach from this like pier. He's about to commit suicide. And then, uh, he's like this wash washed up rock star that his band had some big hit. And, uh, then suddenly this motorcycle crashes and this the motorcyclist goes over the railings. And so he goes down to help them. And it's this beautiful woman, of course, and she has amnesia. And so he's got this attraction to her and he goes to the hospital and says that he is her boyfriend and then starts to sort of like she starts asking questions about their life. So he sort of like invents this whole life that they have that doesn't exist. I mean, they're total mm-hmm. strangers in real life. Um, but he's like he's dealing with this heartbreak from uh, his long term term girlfriend leaving him after his band broke up. And, um, you know, this girl seems happy living the life that she thinks they had. And so they go away. He sneaks her out of the hospital because there's all these questions coming up about like, you know, we got to fucking help <laughs> this girl that has amnesia. Mm-hmm. What can you tell her? Uh, tell us about her, you know, and he fucking doesn't know. So. He sneaks her out of the hospital. They go on this vacation to this like RV uh, community at a campsite. And um, there's just all this weird shit happening where she knows a lot more than she's letting on. And he's also hiding a lot more than he's willing to admit. And uh, it's just this weird thing where like, they're both running from something and they're both dishonest with each other, but they're kind of living this fantasy together. It's like they're both living out their ideal lives. And then her uh, ex-husband who is inexplicably, um, I guess he's like so upset that she's missing that he's just like driving around uh, running people down in his car. (laughs) So there's like some murder suspect in a red sports car on the loose and it's Mm. her ex-husband and he's looking for her. And, uh, yeah, it's just fucking weird, dude. I mean, it was cool, but it was also like, 
I don't know. It was just a cool movie, but it wasn't like anything mind blowing. I'm just like, what did Stanley Cooper like about this so much? I don't really know. Maybe, maybe that was like a made up thing for the marketing of the movie. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. could, could be complete bullshit. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie by any means. It was just like, I just was struggling to figure out what was special about it. Well, Kubrick is also a weird guy. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, it was cool. Like it was shot really in an interesting way. The performances were good. There was a lot of intrigue. Like, why is this fucking guy just killing people on the road in his car? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Hell yeah. Whatever. Love makes you do crazy things, man. One thing Boy, that was he does it, brother. One thing that was unintentionally hilarious about the movie was so the guy's band. There's like all these flashbacks to um, a, mu- a music video that they did um, where they're like, I mean, it looked like something Spinal Tap would do. They're like <laughs> on some fucking, I don't know. It's not Stonehenge, but some weird landscape where there's giant mm-hmm. stones and like mountain peaks everywhere. And they're wearing like fur and they're beating on drums with bones. And they're like very like new age weird shit. Okay. Like I like you could like <laughs> it was it was like the Spanish version of if you go to a mall and uh, the Native Americans are selling like their pan flute CDs. Um, it was like that. <laughs> it's just like this weird new age bullshit. Hell yeah, dude. And it was hilarious. It was like these fucking 360 helicopter shots of them doing this music video. I mean, I don't know. It was outrageous. Um, so that was always a good laugh. Nice. Yeah. Oh, hey, do you know, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene's not happy with her salary, her salary, Robbie. I don't know if you saw that. That's right, Lee Michael. She's very upset. She only earns uh, $173,000 a year to sit on her ass and fucking harass school shooting survivors. (laughs) And the people from the education department in Illinois. I don't know if you saw that whole thing. Oh, I did. Let's talk about this because I did see this clip. It's fucking incredible. She made a fucking oh. ass of herself. It was it was beautiful. She's interrogating some guy from a from a uh, I don't know if he's a representative of a specific district in Illinois or if he's just sort of yeah, in the education department for the state. Uh, but she's grueling him about like CRT and whatever the fuck else, and he's just like com- doesn't even know what she she's talking about because she's not really even she's stumbling over her words. She's not really stringing any coherent sentences together. And she claims that there was a, an elementary school <laughs> in Illinois that received like $5 billion five to teach. Point, you know, 5.4 or something like 5. that? $5.1 billion yeah. to teach to a CRT. Single, in a single elementary school <laughs> in Illinois. And, and the guy is like, what are you what (laughs) and what had actually happened was that the education department of illinois the state received five billion dollars in federal aid right and there was some line about you know diversity equity inclusion whatever and in their general mission statement as a district and like that's what she was talking about yeah like it's what the fuck are you talking about yeah five billion dollars went to a single school absolutely you're completely right. Yeah, she's a fucking idiot, dude. And yeah. she 
she's on committees. She's running shit. I mean, yeah, she's going to be there for at least another two years. It's terrible. Our country's a shithole. Oh, absolutely. Um, it is. There's also that, uh, what state was it? They they were trying to do an anti-drag performance bill, but they don't even really know what drag is. And the way that they wrote the bill, the people, like lawyers and stuff are like, we don't even think this applies to drag. <laughs> like, it's so weird and broad. Oh my God. Like, I don't remember what they, God, I wish I could remember what the language was. It was really bizarre. Like, they may have inadvertently outlawed a bunch of other stuff that wouldn't be drag <laughs> if it, like, goes into effect. Oh, my God, dude. These people are fucking idiots. Yeah, that's the the one thing that's saving us right now is that these people are fucking morons. Yeah. Jesus Christ. There was also the uh, the photo of DeSantis with his uh, tall man shoes. I don't know if you saw those. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. Uh, he's wearing shoes that uh, very clearly have platforms in them to make him look taller. Of course. And he's still like one of the shortest people in that photo. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. Nobody gives a shit about that anymore. No, no one cares. Except for those. I mean, it's just you're just projecting your insecurity. Well, except for like him and people like him. Well, that's it's what I'm like saying. They're, yeah. They're literally the only ones that care. And then yeah. you're only drawing attention to it. And you're the sole reason you're being made fun of is for doing that shit. Yeah, maybe they'll give him those uh, weird platform shoes that RDJ got to war, uh, wear. Got to war. Man. Got to war. And, uh, with his big bell bottoms. Yeah, his fucking <laughs> Iron Man bell bottoms. That was <laughs> fucking outrageous. I know. They should have just let him be short. He's fucking Iron Man. Why does he need to yeah, be who tall? Gives a, yeah, who gives a fuck? He's got the armor. When he's in the armor, he can be tall. And when he's not, then who cares? Yeah, it worked in Power Rangers. <laughs> Yeah. Where was that fucking kid, Power Ranger? That would yeah. inex- inexplicably turn into an adult when they fucking <laughs> morphed. That was always a little disturbing to me, actually. Kind of hot, though. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's like, Don't oh, worry wait. about it. Oh, wait. So are you legal now? <laughs> but only in the suit. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> when they like install a zipper. Oh no! That's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> like those bit, like those latex suits. Yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you're having sex with a Power Ranger. Imagine you're having sex with a Power Ranger, and then you accidentally like hit their Morphicon, and then they revert into the body of a fucking twelve-year-old child. <laughs> just like <laughs> frantically clambering to like hit the button just again. Fucking like steal their gun. <laughs> suicide. <laughs> by- <laughs> Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. <laughs> Stab him to death with a combination knife flute. I mean, I was thinking you end your own life. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I mean. Like somebody yeah. else grabs it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know uh, Zord- Zordon is big into the uh, j- judge, jury, and executioner uh, <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, that's why he lives. Not very many people know this about Zordon, but he's actually a prepper. That's why he lives out in the middle of nowhere yeah. with all with all his fucking weapons and energy <laughs> and his fucking giant robots. Zordon's a doomsday prepper. Oh my god! Yeah, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, you know that big fucking that big fucking open funnel at the front of the command center. Yeah, it's collecting rainwater. <laughs> All those fucking neon lights are solar. Solar and propane. 
Oh, holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Fucking Zordon. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, I'd love to see Alpha 5 just hunting <laughs> in the wilderness. Just hunting an elk. Yeah. It's With an attacked by a bear. Ay, 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 ay. He's ripped apart. Oof. Revenant style. Oh my god. Do you think <laughs> I'm just imagining like I don't know why. But I'm just imagining like uh I mean you know how they're all just randomly chosen, the Power Rangers are, they're just yep. like summoned by the fucking, I don't know, the morphers or whatever. Uh and they have to learn how to work together. I'm just imagining like one of them is like a fucking Republican. <laughs> They're like, we cannot work with this guy. One of, one of them's like some MAGA bro. Yeah. <laughs> They're beating up the putties and he's like bleeding up. He's beating up some Hispanic kid. Like <laughs> He's just a little bit too into beating the shit out of Rita Repulsa. Yeah. He was yeah. like, this this feels gross. He like he like tries to lobby Zordon to let him go off and start like an INS uh, branch of the, <laughs> the Power Rangers. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Do not lightspeed rescue fucking border wall security. <laughs> Power Rangers border wall security. Power Rangers ice. <laughs> yeah. Are you, what about like a, what about a, here, here we go. A, a run of like Power Rangers comics or whatever, where uh, they become like a fucking agent of the government. And then, you know, the Power Rangers are, are sent on, like, kill missions in, like, <laughs> Syria and stuff. The, the, the Power Rangers do the Bay of Pigs. <laughs> yeah, dude, they just, like, go Iran and just, like, lay way to some village or something. They Power just... Rangers, Iran-Contra. <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, MK Ultra Rangers. Yeah, exactly. The MK, MK Ultra is my favorite series. Yeah, absolutely. My favorite Super Sentai series. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can just yeah. picture the the one Republican Ranger just being like, "We're fighting Ivan Ooze. Ivan, is that a Jewish name? <laughs> uh, no, he's Russian. You fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> well, then why are we fighting him? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Ivan Ooze. Does Lord Zed look a little Ivan Chinese Ooze to you? Shine. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, Lord said. Oof. Looks like a big meatball. He must be Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone, <laughs> someone like fucking Cuban Power Ranger that hates Italians. Oh, uh, man, yeah, I'm just picturing it to be like a Power Ranger, but it's just like Hector Salamanca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what about like a disabled Power Ranger that when he morphs, he's like totally normal? <laughs> just, normal? Like, <laughs> like able-bodied, able-bodied. Uh, <laughs> or what, uh, what, what if it's the earth? What if it's the reverse? They uh, morph and they're in a wheelchair. <laughs> I was going to say, what if, what if his fucking sword was just a big wheelchair? <laughs> It's just like a, a, like a wolf whose hind legs don't work. Oh my 
my god, dude. Oh or, my you god. Know, <laughs> Instead of like some power staff, he's got like crutches that he fucking Oh has. man, he's got a little doggy wheelchair. You know like those uh <laughs> those dogs that have like the compressed spine? So yeah. they have like the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his Zord has hip dysplasia. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, one of them has like scoliosis or something. <laughs> oh God, I just pictured something so bad. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, you can see, you can, the magic of editing, we can get rid of anything. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just picturing like a fuck, like... I'm basically like basically Stephen Hawking in like the front of the little background that's like all electricity where they morph yeah. and he can't even he can't even say it or anything he just he's just there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Stephen Hawking on the power grid. Oh shit! Oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Or if they they could all be disabled, that could be like the new, the new Power Rangers, you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, we got maybe some that are like all stumps. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, all stumps. <laughs> got, uh, yeah, a kid in a wheelchair. Maybe someone that's like a full quadriplegic. They're just in a hospital bed till they morph <laughs> like a vegetable. <laughs> uh, one of them's one of them's got spina bifida. Yeah. Oh, dude. Here's a great one. This, this, this would be in the Republican Power Ranger storyline, where they go. Want the Republican Ranger goes missing. <laughs> the Republican oh, well, Ranger. I mean, I think we just at that point we call it the White Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he goes missing, and so the Rangers think that uh, Rita must have, you know, abducted him, and so they go to Rita's moon base and like fuck shit up, and he's not there. Well, it turns out. He's intubated and he has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on a ventilator. <laughs> and then that's like the sad, the sad uh, arc is will he or will he not? Will he or won't he pull through? <laughs> They're like, we'll never leave your side, Tommy. <laughs> it's still Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kimberly's just some some bimbo. Jesus, <laughs> giant fake tits. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. Uh, I think we've exhausted that. Um, yes. Robbie, do you, do you have anything else you need to you need to add here? Because no, no, I think we've uh, covered everything we need to cover. Yeah. Oh, good news. This will be this will be fun to deal with. Um, this is breaking news, Robbie. Breaking local mm. news, local and late breaking, as KFOR would say. I think KFOR doesn't matter. Sure. Um, the city of Oklahoma, ah, the city of Oklahoma City, yes, uh, has announced plans to replace the May Avenue Bridge over Northwest Expressway. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Yikes! That's gonna, dude. That's, that's gonna, gonna fuck shit up so oh bad for years. God, that's gonna be horrible. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Northwest Expressway and May are both gonna be fucked. That's horrible. Oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> Have fun with that, dude. May's already fucked because there's already so much construction up and down May, like everywhere except the bridge mm. on 
either side of the bridge has that was been happening even when i lived there yeah well remember that time the bridge yeah, partially the bridge collapsed and they just like yeah. put some fucking um slap what? some stucco on there and not, it- <laughs> not even do it's that fucking tape that's uh like the fucking infomercial tape <laughs> oh flex seal yeah just put some or flex, flex tape or whatever yeah whatever the fuck that fucking putty that bob i almost said bob ross fucking <laughs> what's it what's that fucking guy billy mays billy, well, it's not billy yeah the billy mays i think was dead by that by that time i, well, I know but he had that. that he had that putty or something oh yeah uh fuck i could mighty putty mighty putty isn't yeah. that what it was i don't know some bullshit some bullshit like that. I wonder if anyone ever like tried to like put that in their mouth and you know keep their dentures. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That has happened more than once. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not denture glue. Please don't use it as such. Yeah, yeah, Lee Michael. This is the country where people had to, when the balloon was flying over, had to say, "Don't go out into your yard and try to shoot the balloon down." Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that that happened. Um, but I'm not. Someone sure. has definitely tried to use Mighty Putty to stick their dentures in their mouth. Yeah, that's right. If you didn't know that already, guys, um, people were being advised to not attempt to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon from their backyard. And I'm sure plenty still did. Yeah. My my rats. My fucking rifle going for shooting down the goddamn Chinese balloon. <laughs> anyway. All right, it's it's done. Uh thanks Robbie <laughs> for joining me. Thank you everyone for listening. If you like this and you want to hear more, you can tune in same time next week. Yay. Unless we don't record next week. 